Okay, so, uh, so as I said, so this has been another one I, I felt this this time of year, obviously during the summer months, time is enough. It's Rishchidosh. So, Chazal saying the Beis was destroyed. Second Beis Hamidosh was destroyed because of Sinas Chinam. So uh, it's well known uh, that that means that uh, Beis Hamidosh will be rebuilt through Avos Yisrael, through Avos Chinam. And so I figured it's appropriate. We'll learn some sugyas of uh, mitzvahs bin Adam during this time, in, as as the flyer says in halacha and pinyas. So I'm going to try to I'm going to try to sk- uh, stick with that. So it's like this: a little bit of a, just a couple words of introduction in terms of like sort of the structure of, of how I wanted to do this. So it's like this: throughout Shulchan Aruch, um, you'll have a lot of there's a lot of mitzvahs bin Adam They cover a wide range of uh, of experiences. Some of those mitzvahs are spoken about at length in Shulchan Aruch. Probably the, 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 the one mitzvah which is probably talked about in, in as great detail as anything else is Hilcha Tzedakah, for example. So Tzedakah, for ex- you know, so you have a whole section of Shulchan Aruch about that. But there's many other mitzvahs that are benadam l'chaveroi that are maybe referenced here and there, but are not really... You don't have like full simonim and Shulchan Aruch about it. But uh, Baruch Hashem, one of the major, major uh, contributions that the Chalitz Chaim brought to the world, amongst other things, is an unbelievable sefer called Avas Chesed. Right? So what's Avas Chesed? So everyone knows the Mishabura. So the Mishabura is an amazing accomplishment on Shulchan Aruch. And you have uh, the sefer Chalitz Chaim, which is also an amazing thing. What he did was that he basically created a Shulchan Aruch on Hilchas Lashon Hara, like out of thin air, you know? And so... That's well known. The Sefer Aves Chesed is also what the, what the Chavetz Chaim did to sort of create a, a Shulchan Aruch on Mitzvah Spinoza Machavere also. Mamish. He's not making things up, but he's just like gathering together from Kol or Kula. It's an amazing thing. So, so we're going to see throughout our learning over the next uh, number of weeks, the Halach Lamaisa of it, a lot of it is going is to be based on the Chavetz Chaim in Aves Chesed. Uh, but at least for the most part, we'll sort of at least go with his uh, model in terms of at least uh, picking which mitzvahs to go first and second and so on. So the first mitzvah, again, I don't know why, but this is just happens to be with the Chavetz Chaim, the first mitzvah that he talks about in the Sefer Aves Chesed is the mitzvah of halva. So the mitzvah of the mitzvah of lending Jew money if a person needs to, be, uh, needs to borrow money. We'll see the, there's a mitzvah to lend money to another Jew. That's the first mitzvah he talks about, so... I figured, you know, if it's, uh, if it's number one for the Chavetz Chaim, it's good enough for us too. So that's what we'll talk about. So tonight, that's what the Marmar Kohen said you have, is about this mitzvah of halva, mitzvah halva, the mitzvah of lending another Jew money. So tonight we'll learn, uh, it won't be too long, we'll learn about sort of the general idea of what this mitzvah is, in halacha and epidemius at this time. And then next week, we'll see more of the details, the halacha lamaisa that comes out, uh, that comes from this mitzvah. But tonight's going to be more of a general idea of what this mitzvah is. So, but again, we're going to take it from ground zero. Okay, so mamish, where this mitzvah is coming from in Chomish, and see where, uh, where it leads us. So, okay, let's start right away. So, Maramakum number one. So you have, it's all coming from a Pasuk in Parshish Mishpatim. Right? Parshish Mishpatim has many mitzvahs. So the Pasuk says, it's uh, middle of Parshish Mishpatim. The truth is, it's, it's interesting. The way we have an, our minig, it's not just like Ashkenazim, it's like all of Klaistral at this point. Parshas Mishpatim is one big parsha. So it's, uh, you know, you, Parshas Beshalach, Yisrael, Mishpatim, and then Shurma. So Mishpatim is one parsha. By the times of the Ga'inim and early Rishainim, even like to mid Rishainim, we find such a thing that there were many communities that Parshas Mishpatim is divided into two. The, what they would call Parshas Mishpatim was the first half of Parshas Mishpatim. And then there was another parsha. The following week, they would lay in parshas in Kesef. 
that's what it was called, and that's the beginning, that's the, this pasuk that we're about to read is sort of the beginning of that second half of Parshas Mishpatim. So that's just a, unrelated to anything, just a nice piece of trivia. Anyway, so the pasuk says like this, Parsha, in Parshas Mishpatim, Im Kesef, we'll read, we'll, I'll touch the pasuk as it simply reads, and then we'll see how Chazal uh, learn it. Im Kesef Talvis Ami Esa'ani Imach, if you lend money, says Hashem through Moshe Rabbeinu, if you lend money to my people, to the poor amongst you, you shouldn't be like a harsh uh, lender where you put pressure on the person to pay back uh, quickly and as soon as possible you put pressure on them. You shouldn't do that. And not only should you not put pressure on the person that borrowed the money, you should also not... Uh, you know, uh, charge interest for it. You shouldn't put neshach, rivis, you shouldn't uh, charge rivis. Okay, that's the Pasuk. So when you read a Kipshutai on a simple level, what the Pasuk is introducing us to are two prohibitions. Prohibition number one is what? Is not to put pr- a lender, if you lend money to my people, to the to poor Yidin, you shouldn't put pressure on them. So that's prohibition number one, not to put pressure as a lender to the pers- to the borrower. And prohibition number two, not to charge interest. All right, that's what the Pasuk says. Now the Medrash, Marmukah number two, Chazal come and say, no, the truth is, besides the two prohibitions in this Pasuk, there's also a mitzvah. What's the mitzvah? The mitzvah is to lend money. The mitzvah is to lend im kesef talves amis animach, when, even though the simple reading of it would be, if you choose to lend money to my people, to poor Yidin, then you have to follow these halachas of not putting pressure and not charging interest. Chazal darshan, then no, it's not a it's not a rishos, it's not something that's up to you. There's a mitzvah to lend money. It says the Medrash in Marmokah, number two, it's a mechilta. Mechilta is the name for the Medrash in Sefer Shemais. So, Medrash Halacha. So it says like this, Rabbi Shmuel Oimer, Rabbi Shmuel said, kol im im shevetaira, usually with the word im, means rishos, it means if. If you want, yes, if not, not, it's up to you. Chutz mizeh, except for this in, im kesef talvas ami, even though it might, you, tra- you could translate it as if, that's not the translation over here. Over here, the translation is when. In other words, you for sure have to lend money if someone asks of you. Im kesef talzami. When you lend money to my people, to the to poor yidden, then you have to follow these other halachas too. But it's an, it's an assumption that you have to lend money. It's a mitzvah itself. Chutz mizeh. This im is a chiv. Vayitshnayim. Another two examples also in Chumash where it says the word im, but it's not voluntary. It's not if. It's it's when. Uh, it gives the example. Im takriv minchas bikurim. It says in Pasuk that there's special karbanas to bring on Shavuos. They're called the, the mincha, the offering of Bikurim. So it says, if you bring the offering of Bikurim, it's not if. It means when you. You have no choice. It says the word in, but it really means you have to. Chayva, it's an obligation. Kiyotzebai, another example. The third, third example is, in, in Mizbach, Avonim Tasali, it says the Pasuk, if you build for me a Mizbeach of stone, then don't use metal to carve the stone. So it sounds like you don't have to build a mizbech. If you do, then this is the halachas. Say Chazal, no, that's another example. It says the word if, but it doesn't. It means when. When you build a mizbech of, uh, of stone and so on, then you can't use uh, metal to carve it. Okay, so these are the three examples where it says the word im, but it means you have to. Okay, so again, going back. So it says im kesef tal it's, uh, it's not a voluntary thing. You have to, it's a mitzvah, to lend money to, uh, to a Jew, to, to a poor Jew. Now Medrash explains, how do I know this from? Focusing on our Pasuk. How do I know that when it says imkes of talvazami, it means you have to and it doesn't mean if, and it's voluntary. So says the Medrash, Rabbi Shmuel points us to a different Pasuk in Sefer Dvarim. 
Kishuoimer habit tabitenu, chayvavalei rishos. Another pasuk which says habit tabitenu, that pasuk tells us that for sure there's an obligation to lend a Jew money, and it's not a voluntary, not a voluntary thing. What is this pasuk of habit tabitenu? So in Marmukah number three, in Parshas Re'ei. So this pasuk is talking about the mitzvah of tzedakah, giving tzedakah in general. So the pasuk says like this: Kiyeh b'cha evyon miachat miachecha. If you there's a, a poor person amongst you, amongst your brothers. So there's a, a poor yid. So it says in Pasuk, Pesayach is Yad Chalai. You have to open up your hand to give him tzedakah. That's the mitzvah of tzedakah. And then the Pasuk continues, Vahabit Tabitenu, and lend him money if that's what he requests. If he needs a mamish tzedakah, then you give him that. If he doesn't want to receive tzedakah, but he's willing to receive a loan, Habit Tabitenu, you should lend him money as well. Demachsar, anything he needs, Ashiyach Salai, all of his uh, things that he needs, whatever he needs. That's what you should do. So says, going back to the Mechilta, so says Rabbi Shemal, no. So you're going to, so how do I know when it says, Im Kesef Tal Vesami, how do you know that it, that it means an obligation? Because it's a Pasuk in Parashas Re, which pretty much openly says it. It says that you have to give tzedakah. And it says, even without tzedakah, besides tzedakah, you also have to lend a person money if that's what they're asking for. Right? So when it says, Im Kesef Tal Vesami, it means it's a mitzvah. Okay, and that's the mitzvah. Now, the, the, the truth is, just a, a little bit on the side, just to know, this is not the opinion of all of Chazal. This is the opinion of Rabbi Shmuel. This is the opinion of Rabbi Shmuel. There are opinions in Chazal not like this, that, that say that, no, im kesef talvas ami is in fact not a mitzvah. It's just, it means if. If you choose to lend money, then you have to follow with the following halachas, but there's no mitzvah to do it. According to those opinions, when the Pasuk says in Parshas Re'eh, that you have to give tzedakah, and also lend money. So the way those, those opinions in Chazal interpret it is that it still just means regular giving tzedakah. It's just sometimes if the person is a little bit ashamed to receive tzedakah, so you tell them, no, 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 it's just a loan, but you never really have any intention of collecting it. So really it's tzedakah, it's just you know, packaged and clothed, you know, and disguised as a loan, but really it means tzedakah. So that's, that, that, there's a thing like that. But Lamaisa, the consensus of, uh, of uh, most opinions, most Rishonim, we'll see it in Shulchan Aruch as well, is that we pass them like Rabbi Shmuel, Im Kesef Tal Vasami is a mitzvah, there's a chiv to lend money to a Jew, to a poor Jew, we'll see about who exactly, when they request it. Okay. Now listen, it goes without saying, there's no, it doesn't, it, this doesn't mean that a person has to go looking for people to lend money to. We're talking about if a person comes to you and we'll see exactly what the situation is, and they ask for a loan, then there is a mitzvah to give. Okay, we'll see how much, what situations that, we'll see. Okay, but First question we have to deal with is that what exactly is the fundamental uh, principle that's driving this mitzvah? So, in, in, in other words, this, this mitzvah is targeting a specific scenario, right? A guy is asking for a loan, so it's a mitzvah to give him. The truth is, if we didn't know of such a mitzvah, let's say, in Kesav Talvasami, like, didn't exist, and I were to ask you, a Jew comes to ask for a loan, is there a mitzvah to lend him money? So there would probably, in our mind, we would probably come up with two general mitzvahs that that situation might be covered by, right? One mitzvah is chesed. You know, if you have to rech you know, if you have to rech you know, you have certain mitzvahs which are specific, they target particular situations. And then you have mitzvahs which are sort of open, open you know, uh, categories that cover a lot of areas. And if you have to is one of them. Nowhere in Chumash, there is no mitzvah in 613 that says you have to go do bigger chaylam. It's not one of the 613, according to most opinions. There's no mitzvah of, um, 
Havayas Hames, you know, of uh, going to a funeral and so on in 613. So, but, but those are mitzvahs. Why? Because they're covered under, there's a general category of Yahavlar Echdemach. So I, I think we would probably all assume that if a guy comes to you that needs a loan, right, that situation certainly would be part of the general category of Yahavlar Echdemach. So it, we would probably call this certainly in the category of Chesed. There's another general mitzvah that we would probably also associate this situation with, which is tzedakah also, right? So it might not be the classical case of tzedakah, which is literally giving charity to a person, but tzedakah is, again, as the tiftach open up your hand. Let's say, uh, I don't have the money, but I know someone else that can, that can give tzedakah and make the phone call for him. That's also tzedakah. It's also in the category of tzedakah. So the question we have to think about is like this. This scenario of lending money, number one, would we have known it already? And under what category would we, would we have known it? And if we would know it already, what do you need, to really, what do you need this, this specific plastic for? So let's, let's go slow. So if you take a look at Maramukha number four, the Rambam in Sefer Mitzvahs quotes this mitzvah of Mkesat al-Vasami. And let's see how the Rambam describes it and how he formulates it over there. And we'll see what the definition of the mitzvah is. So it says the Rambam mitzvah kuftza design. Shetzivonu. So we're commanded in this pasuk of Mkesef Tal Vesami, Lahal Vaislani, to lend money to a poor person, Laharchivlai, to give him some, you know, some, some wiggle room financially, Ulhakulanyanai, to alleviate some of his pressure. Umitzvazu, says the Rambam, this mitzvah, listen to the language. This is the most most, uh, most obligatory, the most important mitzvah from within the mitzvah of tzedakah. Why? Says the Ramam, Kemishin is baza v'gila pan of lishol Because if you have a person that's already gotten to a point of where he's literally going collecting from people, so it's like the classic case of tzedakah, ain't saras inyane sarmi olav. Then even if you give him charity, you give him some tzedakah and you alleviate a little bit of his pressure, you're certainly not fixing his situation in general. Because first of all, he already has a, he's already in a state of, of, of bizayin. And probably what you're giving him is not going to be enough to cover him next week. So you're not really fixing all of his problems. It's a good thing that you're doing right now, but you're not fixing all of his problems. But this person, in our case, of where he's not asking for tzedakah, but he's asking for a loan, so that means that most likely he's not, that it's not in such a bad matzah right now. So you have the opportunity, first of all, before he becomes really embarrassed of his situation, you have the opportunity to save him from that embarrassment. And number two, you have the opportunity to really help him get up on his feet where you won't have to be in a situation where he'll constantly be looking for money. So there's a lot, so, you know, so this scenario of lending a person money is the greatest stock of all, says the Raman, because you, you accomplish so much more than a person that's already uh, down on his luck. So it says the Rambam, like this person is already hiding, in other words, he doesn't, you know, his, his difficulty is not out in the open so much. That he wants to be helped, you know, and, but actually his pain is not, uh, is not uh, revealed yet, his difficulties are not revealed yet, and he won't be embarrassed if you just give him that loan. So in other words, it says the Rambam, so comparatively speaking, this situation of lending a Jew money before he gets, you know, uh, really in a difficult situation, is the best, because you, you, first of all, you could accomplish a lot with the little loan that you're giving him, and number two, by accomplishing that, he's never, he, he doesn't find himself in a situation of embarrassment. 
but here, but here's the point with the way the Ram described it as a what? Again, going back to the first line, umitzvah the end of the first line, mitzvah this mitzvah again of lending money. It's the greatest, the most, the most necessary situation, uh, the most necessary situation within the context of giving tzedakah. What the Rambam, in the Sefer and Mitzvah, so the Rambam seems to be telling us is, is that if you have to classify what exactly is this mitzvah, where is it coming from, in terms of, in terms of uh, general mitzvahs. So the Rambam seems to be telling us in Sefer and Mitzvah that this mitzvah of lending money is of the category of tzedakah. So you have a general category of tzedakah, which is, open up your hands, help the person out. What does that mean? Kind of vague, open-ended. But now you have the Torah going within that category tzedakah, I am now pinpointing and specifying a particular situation to, to create that as its own individual mitzvah within that larger context of tzedakah, and that is lending money. And, and by doing so, let's appreciate that, by doing so, when the Torah pinpoints and, and specifies this particular situation, although it might have been part of the general concept of tzedakah to begin with, there's a big nafkamini that comes with that. Why? The nafkamini is as follows. Whenever you have a mitzvah that's sort of open-ended, and there's many different ways to fulfill that mitzvah, so it's kind of up to you to decide what way you want to fulfill it. So let's say, for example, uh, you, know, you, 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 know, you leave your house, and you have two people waiting by your front door. One person tells you, come with me, we're going to go to the hospital to be Mavakar And the other one says, come with me, we're going to go to a shiva house to be Menachem Which one do you go to? Technically speaking, which mitzvah, what mit, is there one of the 613 to be Mavakar No. Is there one of the 613 to be Menachem No. They're both part of one mitzvah, which is now, if you look in Chazal, sometimes will you find in Chazal that this Indian is a more chash of Indian? Yeah. So let's say you'll find in Chazal that, I don't know, Bikr uh, Chaylam is better. There's more, you know, uh, you know, you're helping him better, whatever the situation is, maybe there's more Milas in Bikr Chaylam. And let's say you go the other way. Are, are you doing something really wrong? Are you not being the kind of Mitzvah Hazarach properly? You are. Okay. So there's certain Milas of one over the other. It's kind of open ended. So whenever you have a mitzvah that's open-ended, even if you ha- and, and you have different opportunities to be makayim, that general mitzvah, first of all, it's up to you to decide what, which way we want to fulfill it. And number two, even if you'll find in Chazal a certain hierarchy, it's not the end of the world if you go against that hierarchy, because at the end of the day, it's all part of one big mitzvah anyway. But if you have a general mitzvah, but there's one particular situation that's targeted by the Pasuk and says, okay, general mitzvah true, but I'm, tell, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling out this particular situation to be explicit, to do that, then not only is that particular situation just part of the general mitzvah, the Pasuk is telling you now that is something that you have to do. In other words, we have the general mitzvah tzedakah, let's say, and says the Rambam, but within the general mitzvah tzedakah, the Pasuk is pinpointing lending a poor person money. So now, what you have based on this is a new halach, which is, you wake up in the morning, you come out of your door, and there's two people. One person says to you, I have a, all, and the money that you're able to uh, let go of that day is $100. You, you can't push yourself any more than that. It's $100. But you have two opportunities. You could give $100 to a poor person that's just Pasha collecting tzedakah, or you, could give, or you could give that $100 as a loan to someone that needs to borrow that 
Now, he also needs to borrow it to get back up on his feet, but he's not, he just wants to borrow it. So which one do you do? They're both tzedakah. And what's interesting is, is that probably, we, if we were thinking just for ourselves, we would probably say, I'd rather give the guy that wants the tzedakah, he's in worse matzah. But now that the Pusik specifies, yes, there's a general mitzvah tzedakah, but you know what, besides the general, im kesef talvis ami, it means that this particular situation of lending money to help a poor person is not just a nice mila or a particular you know, situation that's covered by the general mitzvah. It's being specified. And if it's being specified, it means that's how you have to fulfill the mitzvah stuck if that situ- the situation arises. And if you don't choose that, it means on some level you're being mavato the mitzvah stuck. So it's not just like you, 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 know, you chose incorrectly, but you know what? You get stuck anyway. No, no. That's mamish incorrect. So... This is what we're seeing in the Rambam. So again, to know, again, that's what I'm saying, to, to, to know specifically what category generally this mitzvah is coming from is important. And so says the Rambam in Sefer Mitzvah, how do we understand this mitzvah? So in Sefer Mitzvah, the Rambam holds, again, you have a general mitzvah of tzedakah, and you have a particular mitzvah within that general world of tzedakah, the particular mitzvah of lending money. And, and the nafkamina that that creates for us is that now that you have a general open-ended mitzvah tzedakah, which until now was up to you to fulfill in any which way you wanted, now you're being governed and being guided. Generally speaking, it's up to you how to fulfill your mitzvah tzedakah, but if this particular situation arises and you only have X amount of money to use for tzedakah, this is the situation to pick in case of Talvasami. Right? That's the opinion over, of the Rambam. Over the one who needs it? Over the one that uh, is just asking for tzedakah. That's the Chiddush. That, that would be the side of the Rambam. Now, yeah. Right, right. Where is he learning? And then the next part is the next part of the is that in general Right, so so that's true. So if you go back to the Pasik again, so let's break it down. According to the Rambam, when the now if we if we could identify that this mitzvah is within the context of Staka. So now we know that obviously tzedakah means to a poor person. So according to Rambam, this is a mitzvah. Obviously, if you lend money to a wealthy person that just happens to need cash on him, right? So it's chesed, you're doing a chesed. But the mitzvah in Kesef Talvasami, because the Rambam holds it's a tzedakah mitzvah, so it applies to an ani. That's why those are the words of the Rambam. Shetzivanu lahalvais la'ani, or commanded to lend to, a, to an ani. Now, going back to the beginning of the Pasuk, the Pasuk itself, uh, it's not so clear, because it says in Kesef Tal Ve'es Ami, Es Animach, that you should lend money to my people, to the poor amongst you. No, so it's a little bit vague. What does that mean exactly? Does that include people that are not as poor? So, uh, so, so the Rambam certainly is understanding that this mitzvah is being directed to people that are poor, but he is acknowledging that we're not talking about a, a person that's of such poverty that he's already collecting money for tzedakah. So he's within the context of an ani, but it's not uh, the classic ani that we think of of tzedakah, and that's called an ani. So maybe that's what it means, as ami, as ani imach. Certainly the next part of the passage, which is when you lend, don't be aggressive about it, and don't lend ribis, don't, don't charge ribis, that applies to everyone. But in terms of the beginning, it's according to the Rambam, it's tzedakah, and it's like that. It's not like a value so that's that's that a, a particular yid that's coming over to you to ask for a loan because he needs it and so on. But he's not uh, he's not in the classical situation of, of asking for money, of collecting. Now, 
Fine. Now a little bit on the side, as we'll as we'll go on to see a couple more sheets about this. Every sheet of the Rishonim has its source. So again, this is just in parentheses because we're not going to go through it in too much detail. How the Rambam know this, or what, what's a, a little? I can't say it's a mamish of proof, but uh, a little bit of a of a source of how we see in Chazal that this mitzvah is a tzedakah-oriented mitzvah. So the truth is, the medrash that we saw in Marmokah number two, that Rabbi Shmuel proved that this is in fact a mitzvah, he referenced us, he, you know, he, he brought us to a pasuk in Parshas Re'eh to prove to us that in fact there's a mitzvah of lending money, and that pasuk of Habi Tabitanu, right? That pasuk is talking about tzedakah for sure. So you could definitely make the argument, and that's probably where the Ram is coming from, is that if the whole source of this mitzvah in Kesav Talvasami is because of a cross-reference to Parshish Re, which that is talking about tzedakah, so most likely this is also a tzedakah concept. Okay, that's the opinion of the Ram. Fine. Other extreme. The other extreme is the opinion of the tour. Okay, the tour in Cheshen Mishpat, in the laws of lending money, so the tour, we'll see in Marmokah number 5, holds not like that. Whereas in the Rambam, in Sefer Mitzvah, we saw the, the Rambam holds that this is a mitzvah which, was in, which is specifying to us the situation within tzedakah. The tour holds that no, this is a, a specific situation being specified within the context of chesed. Not tzedakah, but chesed. Like we said before, if you lend money, we would, you're probably fulfilling too. So, so it is sort of covered in that umbrella mitzvah of chesed. And says the tour, in Kesat al-Vasami is singling out a particular scenario, but a particular scenario of chesed. The nafkamin of this is a big one. Basic nafkamin would be, does it have to be a poor person? See, again, in the Rambam, that this is a particular scenario within tzedakah, so if it's within tzedakah, then it's certainly dealing with poor people. Maybe not uh, the level of poverty that classic tzedakah is given to, but it has to be an honor. But if this is a particular scenario being pulled out and being specified within the world of chesed, no, chesed is the, the mitzvah of the is for any yid. And it happens to be that a yid that's an ani, it'll be a more of a chesed, it'll be more common, but lamaisa, it'll be for everyone. And in fact, that's what the tour writes. If you take a look at Marmokah number five, so the tour says like this, mitzvah aseg, and he starts off... Um, Sounding like the Rambam, but we'll see where he goes. Mitzvah says, say, lahavos lani Yisrael. It's a mitzvah to lend money to poor Yidin, and that's the Pasuk, that's the simple Pasuk, in Kesav Tal Vesami. Now listen to what he says, the language. U mitzvah g'daylihi yoyser menat This is a bigger mitzvah than tzedakah, for the same reason that the Rambam said. Shemakabal tzedakah k'far nistach The guy that, that's asking for tzedakah, he's already down on his luck, so there's first of all only so much he can do, and he already is embarrassed. But a person that's only borrowing money, he didn't reach that level, so you could accomplish much more with the loan, and he's not embarrassed yet. But again, what was the language of the Rambam? That lending money is the greatest mitzvah within tzedakah. That was the Rambam's language. The tour, it's a subtle difference, but the tour says not like that. The tour says, this is greater than the mitzvah of tzedakah. In other words, well, the way the tour is like, imagining it is you have tzedakah on one side, that's tzedakah. And then you have this other mitzvah in Kesat al-Azami that's not tzedakah. It happens to be. It's greater than tzedakah. But it's not within the context of tzedakah. Why? Because again, according to the tour, it's not an aspect of tzedakah. What is it an aspect of? So the tour continues. You should know, even though I started off saying that the mitzvah is for poor people, because certainly that's the bigger mitzvah and that's the more of a necessary situation, but you should know, says the tour, 
even a wealthy person that needs to borrow money, Lefisha, at this moment he doesn't have any cash, whatever the case may be, so he needs to have a loan. Also mitzvah havaisa, you should know, it's also mitzvah to lend him money. Ula and to benefit him as well. Afpidvarm, if you don't have money to lend him, or, you know, you could give him good advice. Uliyatsa, etzah like to give him advice in business. That's also, that's also chesed. In other words, what the tour, what's the tour saying over here? Again, what the tour is telling us is, not like the Rambam, that this is a category, this is within the category of chesed. And now that it's within the category of chesed, Aleph, it, it maybe it's greater than stucker. It's not stuck at all. It's not stuck. It's greater than stucker, maybe. And number two, halacha lamaisa, more of a bigger nafkamina, is that it, it does not only apply to Aniya, it applies to uh, Tashim as well, if they happen to need a loan. If they happen to need a loan. So that's the opinion of the tour. That's the opinion of the tour. Now, by the way, going back to similar, like the way I presented with the Rambam, in the tour, now that we have a general mitzvah, we have to right? and you have a particular scenario in Kesef Talvis Ami being singled out, so now also you have this similar thing with the Rambam. I wake up in the morning, right, and I have one person saying, here, uh, I'm going to take you to a situation where you can lend someone money, and the other one says, here, let's go pay a shivakul. So it's all chesed. So usually, okay, it's all chesed, I can do whatever I want, I can do whatever I want. Obviously, if I could do both, I'll do both, you know what I'm saying? But whatever the situation is, I, I can't do both. So usually I would say it's up to me, it's up to whatever you want to do, and if you pick, and if you choose incorrectly, it's nishkeferlach. But no, according to the tour, you have a general mitzvah, but the Pasuk is singling out the Pesach Talvasam, which means the Pasuk is telling you, in the, whenever you have that particular opportunity of chesed before you, that's the one that you have to choose. And you know, it's not up to you to go, in, to go in a different direction. That's the mahalach. Even though the so it has its own mitzvah, right. that's the point. Because you still need this mitzvah because the nafkunah would be in terms of this is now the situation you have to choose if other v'yahazorachimachas are, are presented to you. So if you, ha- so we have, so if you have a general mitzvah v'yahazorachimachas, but it's still open-ended in terms of how you want to fulfill separate, it. He's saying that Kesavazami is a separate mitzvah also, no? Yeah, it's a separate mitzvah, but it's within the category of, of chesed. And the, still yeah, 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 yeah. It'll, be, it'll still be counted as that's the point. It's counted as its own mitzvah because it's relevant for it to be counted as its own mitzvah. Because now that it's counted as its own mitzvah, it's now it, 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 you now have to pick that particular you know uh, option. If it wasn't its own mitzvah, I mean, it's just subsumed in that general or the general tzedakah. Uh, then if I have other ways to fulfill the Hatarachimlecha or other ways to fulfill tzedakah, it's up to me still. But now that it's telling you, no, no, in Kesa Talvasami, then that means that now that's the path I have to choose if that presents itself. Whether it be as opposed to other tzedakahs, like the Rambam, or as opposed to other chesed, like the Tur. But that's how, so that's how it's going. Like, you, you if you that? do it, yeah, you'll be, you would be Makayim multiple mitzvahs at the same time. The truth is, in the, in the Chavetz Chaim, in his introduction to Havas Chesed, he goes through like that. He says, like, how many mitzvahs do you fulfill when you give tzedakahs? So he goes to like assays and loyses, like a whole a whole slew of things. Same thing over here. If I lend the Jumani, so yeah, I'm I'm a kaim and kesef talvazami, right? It, I, let's say it, it, you know I'm a kaim tzedakah, I'm a kaim chesed, mahu uh, afata. You know, there can be many many mitzvahs that I'm a kaim. So you have a lot of l'shem yichas to say. But the fact that we do have in kesef talvazami being singled out, the halachic nafkamina is that it's not just up to you to choose one uh, of these opportunities for chesed, or, or it's the, this is the one that you have to choose, right? So, if I'm, so again, like I said, if you could, if you could do everything, then gavaldic, right? So if you have enough time in the day, 
you have, you have to be Mavakar Chaylin, you have to be Menachem Avil, and a person needs a loan, so if you could do all three, then Nevada, do all three. You know, but in a situation where for whatever reason you can't do all three, which one to pick? So then it's not up to you anymore. In Kesut Al-Basana. So those are the two opinions that we have so far. Sefer Mitzvah, so the Rambam, that it's Daka, and the tour that it's Chesed. Good so far? Okay, not too late for everyone? We're good, okay. Third opinion, okay? The third opinion is like this. The third opinion is the Rambam himself in Mishnah Torah. In Mishnah Torah. Now this is something that we, it, we don't, we, you know, it, it happens, it happens, it's not often, but it does happen where the Rambam will write something and, and pass in a certain way and say for mitzvahs, but then when it gets to Mishnah Torah, he'll change his opinion and understand things differently. It does happen. It's not, uh, it's, not a, it's not a kasha. These things do happen. The Rambam, just a little bit of uh, understanding. The Rambam wrote, well, why this is like a little bit of a chiddish, because the Rambam wrote Sefer HaMitzvahs, which is again listing the 613. He wrote that as an introduction to Mishnah Torah. I mean, that's how he writes in, in his introduction to his introduction, you know, to, to everything. He writes that this is what I'm, this is my Sefer. I'm, I'm writing Sefer HaMitzvahs, which is like just headlines of what the mitzvahs are. And then I will expand upon them in my big book of Mishnah Torah. So it, it is a little bit funny for him to change his opinion from Sefer Mitzvahs to Mishnah Torah, but we do, we do find such a thing. So again, in Sefer Mitzvahs, the Rambam's opinion was that in Kesef Talvas Ami was part of Tzedakah. But in Mishnah Torah, it seems not like that. Now, I'll, I'll, I'll show you why. Take a look at Marmok number 7. Okay, Marmok number 7, this is a Rambam. In Hilchas Ma'at Nasaniyim, okay, Ma'at Nasaniyim is the halachas of tzedakah. That's where tzedakah mitzvahs and, and halachas should be found. And the Rambam tells us over there that there are there there are hierarchies in terms of giving tzedakah. Okay, so let's see it together inside. Shmaina Milas Marmog number seven. So Shmaina Milas Yesh B'Tzedakah Zu L'Milu Mizu. There are set there are eight uh, different levels of giving tzedakah, one higher than the other. Maila Gedayla, number one, the top one. Maila Gedayla She'en L'mal Mena, the greatest level of tzedakah, the strongest way to give tzedakah, is Zehamachzik B'yad Yisrael Shamach, that's to support and help someone, a Yid, that's down on his luck. He's not mamish poor yet, but he's, uh, he needs help. The nice and light, and you give him something to help him to not fall into poverty. What could you do to give him? So, Nesamatana, give him a gift, Ayhava, or you can give him a loan. Or you go into business with him, right? Or you find him a job. To support his hands, to give him strength. Actually, it's dark, but he shouldn't get to a situation where he has to ask. And says the Rambam, this particular situation of what? Of helping a person before he falls into real poverty by helping him in all those different ways. So we have a Pasuk to tell us this, which is Vechzaktabai. It's a new Pasuk we haven't seen until now. It says in Pasuk Vechzaktabai that a poor person you should strengthen, you should support. Ger Vesaisha Vechayimach, a Ger, a Saisha, people that, that don't usually have a lot of money, people that need help, you should support them and they, and they should live with you. Kalimer, Hachzikbai, in other words, like hold his hand, support him. Actually, before he falls, we eat Starch, and then you're going to have to give a lot of Starch. So help him out first. Okay. Now this is this this would be the scenario where the Rambam would tell us im kesef talvasan, right? Now the Rambam is telling us what's the highest level of tzaka, the greatest level of tzaka, the optimum is what is a year that has not become mamish poverty stricken yet. He needs help. So this is the myth. This is the best way to get tzaka, where it's like the biggest bang for your buck before he's embarrassed. This is the opportunity to do it. 
So if I was the Rambam in Sefer Mitzvah and writing this now, what I would say is, okay, the greatest love of Tzedakah is, before he's down on his luck, help him before he gets to a low place. And what's, what's the example to do that with? Give him a loan. And the Pasuk to prove it is in Keset Al-Vazam. That's not what the Rambam says. What the Rambam does is, yes, this is the greatest love of Tzedakah to help him before he gets down on his luck. How do you do it? The first example is not a loan. The first example the Rambam gives is giving him a gift. And then he says alone, and then he says go into business with him, and then he says uh, find him a new job, which is all true. And then he quotes a pasuk, not in Tess of Talvasami, uh, still a sort of a general pasuk of support poor people, help them, be mechazik them. Again, if the Rambam in, 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 in Mishnah Torah was following the way he learned in Sefer Mitzvahs, then first of all, the most important, the number one example should be lending. And the Pusik to use to back this up is in Kesav Talvazami. That's in fact one of the 613 itself. So the Ram is avoiding that. He's avoiding Halva being the number one example. He just throws it amongst a few of them. And he quotes a Pusik of Echzaktav, which is a nice Pusik, but it's not in Kesav Talvazami. So, so so, and nowhere in Hilchas Ma'anas Aniyim, in all the Halachas of Tzedakah in the Rambam, does he ever quote this Pusik of Kesav Talvazami? Okay, so it must be that in, Sefer, in, in, in Mishnah Torah, He's not going with his opinion in Sefer Mitzvahs. So what's the other option? So the other option is a tour. That in Kesef Tal Vesami is a mitzvah, but it's in the context of Chesed. The problem is, there's another place where the Ram talks about Chesed, and he gives many examples of Chesed, of Bikr Chaylim and Menachem Ovel, and, 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 and just you know, being nice to other Yidin, and that's in, in, in Hilchas Deis. And nowhere over there does he talk about the concept of lending a Jew money. So... So the two places that this mitzvah should be in, in theory, either it's in Hilchas Zaka, in Hilchas Ma'anas or it's in like Hilchas Chesed, which is in Sefer Amada, and this is not talked about in either place. Where does the Ramam talk about in Kesef Tal Vasami in Mishnah Torah? So the Ramam in Maramaka number eight, this, the place is in Hilchas Malva the laws of lending money. Okay, now that's not so crazy, right? But let's see what he says. Mitzvah says the Rambam, there is a mitzvah to lend money to poor Yidin. Shenemer im kesef tal v'asami esani imach. Okay. Yochel rishos. So you might think, again, like the Medrash said, you might think that this Pasuk is only a voluntary thing if you lend money. No, tam lemer habi tabitenu and so on. And mitzvah zugadoyle min atzdaka and so on and so forth. The things that we saw before. The Rambam puts this in Hilchas Malavu Okay. So, things like this. Whenever you find the Rambam putting something, like the places that the Rambam puts things, so there's always two different schools of thought. One school of thought is that the Rambam puts things in places just because of, like, practicality. You know? Lending money, so you put it in the laws of lending. Okay. There are achrayim that go with that. You know, but most achrayim especially, you know, the more modern-day, you know, Chaim Brisker and the whole the yeshiva world, that's not the approach. The assumption is with the Rambam is that even if you'll find a, a particular section of Mishnah Torah that this particular halacha fits just in practic- practicalities, the Rambam is going to put things where they inherently should be. So if this mitzvah, Mkesat al-Vasami, is inher- fundamentally a tzedakah dekeh mitzvah, then it should be in Manasaniyam. And if it's fundamentally a chesedik mitzvah, it should be in, Ma, in Sefer Ahmad and in Hilchaz Deis. If the Rambam is putting this in Hilchaz Ma'avu 
then what the Ram is telling us is a completely new idea. That this is not, you have a general mitzvah tzedakah, this is not singling out the scenario of tzedakah. You have a general mitzvah chesed, this is not singling out the scenario of chesed. This is introducing us to a new mitzvah, which is that there is a mitzvah that part of your business interactions should be lending a Jew money. Hilchas Malvoleva in, in the Rambam, those are the luchs of business. It's, it's, it's the luchs of lending money. It's, it's, it's a it's, it's a chayshin mishpat. It's chayshin mishpat. It's laws of, of commerce. The Rambam putting this in the laws of in commerce, what he's telling us is that, that this is a mitzvah that's a mominous, it's a monetary business commerce parnosadek mitzvah. Is that a person spends hours and mamish a huge amount of one's headspace in what? In, in dealing with mom, dealing with money. And so, it, 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 so the Torah is introducing us to a new mitzvah, which is that your involvement in your money, there's a new mitzvah that's regarding your money, which is lending a poor person money. So it's not so much chesed. But what, what's the fundamental idea of chesed? The fundamental idea of chesed is this guy needs help, help him. What's tzedakah? Also, the guy needs financial help, help him financially. This is not so much that. Although, yes, the situation the Torah is telling us to do is certainly, it is chesed, and it is tzedakah, it is helping the person, but that's not the point. The point is, it's almost as if the Rav says, you have so much money in your bank account, like, sanctify it. Like, you're being involved in business, you're being involved in commerce, you're being involved in lending and borrowing, and all these halachas, there's, 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 there's a mitzvah to be done within the context of chesed mishpat, and that's im kesef talvasami. Now, to, to bring home, let me, let, me, let me tell you a nafkamina to sort of make this point clear. When it comes to the mitzvah of tzedakah and the mitzvah of chesed, so how much tzedakah is a person allowed to give? How much chesed is a person allowed to do with their money? So we know that there's a certain amount that a person has to do. It's miser. And if a person can afford a fifth. But Chazal tell us, Ba'usha hiskinu, there was a takana that Chazal made, and according to the Rishalm, it's actually Midraisa, that there's a halacha, that one is not allowed to give more money for tzedakah and more money for chesed than a chaymish. That's the, that's, that's the amount that a person's allowed to. More than that is not. Now, maybe as a Shem of the Weeks, we'll talk about that. There are situations that are not under that category. But that's the general rule. Takana se'usha, that's what it's called. Now, that takana, though, that's specific to what? To tzedakah the chesed. Tzedakah v'chesed, there was a takana made, not to just uh, spend all your money. But when it comes to this mitzvah, imkesev tal v'sami, if, so is, the, the, here's the question, is imkesev tal v'sami, this mitzvah of lending money, does it have that cap of a chaymish? Or do we say, no, the person, if he can afford it, he can lend even more than a fifth. Does it have that cap? Well, this can be a major nafkin between the Rambam and Mishnah Torah and these other opinions. If it's in the category of tzedakah, or if it's in the category of chesed, it has a cap. Every tzedakah and chesed, which is financial, has a cap of a fifth. But if you're talking about, it's not a, a tzedakah of a chesed, a mitzvah. This is a mitzvah within the context of commerce. That commerce, just as there's halachas governing how to, uh, uh, how to spend your money, and what money is yours, what money is not yours, there's halachas governing how a certain aspect of your business, a certain aspect of your finances, a certain aspect of your finances should be in this situation, if it presents itself, 
to lending a poor person money. Not because of chesed and tzedakah. It's, it's, it's chesh and mishpat. Your money, in order for it to be kosher money, your, 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 your financial portfolio should include within it lending a Jew money. It's not because of tzedakah chesed, but it's because that's what a, a holy portfolio looks like. It's chesh and mishpat. There's no takana solution for that. Now, this is not just my opinion. If you take a look at Maramaka number 9, the Avaz Chesed, the Chavetz Chaim, talks about this question. Does Takana Susha apply to this? Now, he, the Chavetz Chaim over here is not coming from this angle of like what category the mitzvah is, but he does present the different possibilities. So, take a look over here. So, it's in, in Dini Mitzvah Salva. It's right in the first parak, parak Aleph Dalit. The Kamayi Hashir, Shechaiva Terlahalveis Ishlariyeo. So, the question the Chavetz Chaim is dealing with, how, what's the Shir? How much money? Is a person supposed to or are allowed to uh, lend out to other people? So says the Chavetz Chaim. Let me tell you, on you, first with the Chazal Shirlas. The truth is, I've not found in Chazal, and that means that it's not in Chazal the, uh, a particular shear of of how to fulfill this mitzvah, how much, how less. No, it's not clear. So says the Chavetz Chaim. So maybe you'll point to Tzedakah and say, okay, whatever the amount is over there, Meiser, Chaimish. So the Ein Lim of the Zelman at Tzedakah. Says the Chavetz Chaim. You can't. It's, it, 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 you can't learn it from Tzedakah. To say that the lachas tzedakah would apply necessarily, you know, the caps and so on should apply to over here. The sham, first of all, he says a, a simple difference. He says the sham hashir lechol yaiser uchamish benachas. So like over there will be a fifth, right? That would be the cap. Why? The hasim unaisin lechalutin. Over there, when you give tzedakah, you're not getting it back. So, so I understand that it could be a cap of a fifth because we don't want a person to just give everything away to tzedakah and then they have to come on to tzedakah. But over here, we're not talking about giving it away. We're talking about a halva alone. You're going to hopefully get the money back. So you could then make the argument, maybe there's no cap made. Mm-hmm. Right? Now again, what we're saying is that according to the Ram Mishnah Torah, also fundamentally, there's, it's, it's not a tzedakah v'chesed oriented mitzvah for that cap to apply. When, when, when Chachamim and Usha made this halacha of a fifth and no more, they were, they were certainly, the, the pasuk that they were building it on is in Parshas Vayetze, when Yaakov Avinu was having the dream of the ladder, so he says, Hashem Yisbarach, if you help me out, so you give me everything I need, and I survive with with I will tithe upon a tithe. I'll give tzedakah. I'll give it a tenth of it and, and a tenth. That's a fifth, right? So I'll give a fifth of my money to tzedakah. So Chazal say, Takonah was, oh, you see the cap is a fifth, not more. But again, what was that talking about? Tzedakah and chesed. He was talking about giving money, l'shem tzedakah, l'shem chesed. But if, it, if, it's, if it's not a question of tzedakah chesed, it's more of like, this is what a Jewish portfolio should look like. It should, chayish and mishpat, your money, the, the commerce, Jewish, Jewish business, Jewish interactions financially should include within them lending money if need be. That's not tzedakah that, 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 that's, that's under the, That's not hinted to in the Pasuk of Yaakov Avinu. He's not talking about what his portfolio should look like. He's talking about things that he's going to voluntarily do to, to show chesed to others as, as a response to the kindness Hashem is doing to him. Yaakov was talking about stock and chesed. He's not talking about what kosher money looks like or what a kosher portfolio looks like. It's a different category. Chazal or Masake and Usha in stock of the chesed, not in Hilchas Malva If in Mal, if that's where Hil, if in Kesetal Vasami is in Malva then certainly it's not capped by a fifth. Three lines before the end. The Chavaz Chaim says, okay, so maybe. You just you should lend everything. Not that you could. Maybe you should. Let's say a guy comes to you and like there's a, the, the, the people are asking for loans and it's not <laughs> everything you got. So maybe you have to do that. 
So says the Chazal, "Ulo hapach gamkin in svar That's also illogical to say shakol memoinoi shem leisata betelus all the money you have available right now. Yichayev atayra lechalik oisim legemach that you should just have no choice but to give that all out as a gemach for 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 loans. That's also illogical. So then, what? So what is it? So we don't have a particular cap of a fifth. But it's not completely, you know, infinite. It doesn't go all the way to everything you own. You can't just get everything you own. Maybe you'll need the money soon. You don't know what, what bills might come up. They're not going to have any money. So, so, so what do you do? So, so it's most likely to tell him, that there is no cap, but it's certainly not everything you own. Each person has to evaluate what they could afford. That's all. What does it mean to afford? Uh, you know, certain people are going to be more nervous about uh, what's around the corner. Some people are going to be less nervous. It's each one, according to their own situation financially and mentally. So that, that's what's going to be. It's not going to be, there is no rigid uh, percentage of numbers to put on this mitzvah. So, whatever you're able to do, uh, you know, considering your particular situation and things might come up and your, you know, uh, concerns about that. That's what you have to do. But that's the basic thing that we have so far. Again, so summing it all up, we have three basic opinions of what this mitzvah is. Is this a particular scenario being spelled out in tzedakah? In which case, what? It'll only apply to a poor person, Aleph. And it'll govern you in terms of how you give tzedakah. That's the Rambam and Sefer Mitzvahs. Or you have another opinion of the tour, which is this is a particular situation being spelled out in chesed, which means it's not just a poor person, it's not any yid. And number two, it, it governs you how to spend your money in terms of chesed. Or you have the third opinion, the Rambam. It's not chesed, it's not staka. This is, this is telling you what Jewish commerce should look like, what a Jewish portfolio should look like, to make sure that you have a, an OU on your portfolio, to make sure that you're willing to lend money to a Jew that needs. That, that, that's, that's the mitzvah. And, and again, like we said, the nafkmina between, now the chiddush the Rambam is, that there's not going to be a tukana solution. There's not going to be definitely not going to be a cap. Uh, it's not the tzak of the chesed to commit. It's bechal not. Okay, that's the general ideas. Now, next week, we'll see mamish pratipratim in this mitzvah practical situations of, of what this mitzvah means, and we'll see if it has to do with these uh, particular opinions. No, the flyer says you have to. Uh, you know, it's going to be halacha and pinimis. So, just a few minutes to explain what the pinimis of this mitzvah is. What's amazing is again so. You know, I, I, by, by the way, one last thing in the Rambam, for example, just one last Nakuda. You know, the, the Pasuk, from the very beginning, there was something funny with the Pasuk, right? Im kesev If you lend money, and you have to have Rabbi Shmuel to come say, no, 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 it doesn't mean if, it means you have to. So why does it say im? No? So it's, it's just say, original Meshulamer, kesev talvasan. Why do you have to say im, and then you have another Pasuk, you have to need a Medrash to tell you now like that. So it's a, you know, if it's, if it's stuck or chesed, it's a kasha. In the Rambam, that it's, it's, it's a mitzvah within chesh and mish, within commerce, then you could make the argument, and again, I'm not, you know, not going to swear by this, but maybe you can say the whole, the, whole, the whole subject matter that this mitzvah is built on, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be commerce. I mean, you know, business and portfolios is like sort of man-made. It's a... In order to survive, so yes, we understand that it's hard for a person to just manage live off the grid, everything on their own. So we have this situation of where I have something, you have something. So we came up with this idea of first bartering, and then you know bartering always doesn't work. So we came up with this idea here: this object is going to be 
we'll all agree that this is valuable. And that's where money comes from. And it, it, it's, the whole idea of Malva Valoiva is fundamentally something that doesn't have to be. Within, but, now, but now it is. Now that it is, so now there's a particular uh, hechsher on your business transactions if you're willing to lend money, if need be. So the person says, they have to lend money. The whole thing is fundamentally built on something that's only an if. In Kesef Talbos, once there's this sort of, uh, you know, completely uh, kind of arbitrary thing that all of humanity decided upon, which is commerce and business, now in Kesef Talbos Ami. So, the, so maybe that's why the Pasuk uh, says im, but it doesn't really mean if, because fundamentally it is dealing with an if. It is dealing with something that doesn't have to be. Okay, that's just a, a thought. Okay, so what's the, the what's going? On? Let's put it this way: What's happening within the nefesh when a Jew lends money to another Jew? Because that, that's 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 the question to ask in terms of understanding what the mitzvah is in pinimis. Not why there's such a mitzvah. That's not the pinimistic question. A pinimistic question is what's happening within the soul when this mitzvah is performed, or or another way to say it: What is this mitzvah in the soul? Because everything we do externally, every mitzvah we have, which is practical and physical, is a reflection of a reality within the nefesh, and a reality within the relationship between us and the, and, and the bari oilam. Chazal say that the Rav keeps mitzvahs. So he keeps mitzvahs. It means that in its root, what every mitzvah is is just another lens through which God, through which God's presence comes into our lives. And when we do a mitzvah, we're opening up that channel. So what channel is opened by this particular mitzvah of lending a Jew money? So what's unique to this mitzvah, so for, this, is, this is my idea, and then I wasn't confident, because when it comes to these in Yonim, you can't, you know, you have to, you have to ensure, so I check the Kamarna, that's what Kamarna says, so fine. So the, it gives me chizik and other things that I come up with, maybe, uh, maybe I'm not so far off. So it's like this. In the Kisra, we find the following idea. It's rooted in the Gemara Nida, which we're going to speak Pitznius, but the Gemara says that I'll say that a woman, uh, back in the times of Chazal, now it's a little, a little bit different uh, physically, especially as a woman gets older, but at a particular age, a particular time, a woman would not become pregnant from the first, moment, from the first intimacy with the husband. Only from the second, uh, you know, Bia uh, and on, the second interaction and on. Why? So Chazal said, because the first, uh, the first bia is it's to make her able to receive the seed from the husband to then become pregnant. But the first bia is not to impregnate. It can't to impregnate. It's to make her able to become pregnant the next time. In the Kisari, we find that that's, that that's a truth down here on planet Earth, but that's reflective of the chasen and kal, the rabbanisham, the Jewish people. Which means there, there's two types of shefa, there's two types of hashpa, of energy the Rabbanu Shalom gives to us. One type of energy is the Rabbanu Shalom gives kaiches and life and, and good things, and all good things. That's called becoming pregnant. Becoming pregnant means that I don't have, and the Rabbanu Shalom, the chasen, gives the kala, the tipa zera, that piece of genetic material, and now the kala can do amazing things with it, turn it into a person, but, but ultimately what the kala has is given to her from the chassan, and, and she's sort of just running with the ball. But there's another type of shafa that precedes that. And the shafa that precedes that is the Rabbana Shalom giving you, and let me, let me explain. 
in order for in order for the Rabbanu Shalom to give us that gift of life and taiv and good and just to become pregnant, then new. So just like it is in this world where the kala, again I have to speak in a, in a, in a nice way, the kala has to motivate the chasen to give that shafa. So so too the dynamic of this world is the Rabbanu Shalom is the chasen, he wants to give shafa, he wants to give good things, parnos and taiv and ruchni and all good things, all decisions, but, he, but there's, an, there's a klal which is that we have to motivate it from down here. We have to want it. We have to ask for it to daven, do mitzvahs. Avodis Hashem, we we ascend up, we go up, and the Rebbe Hashem comes down. It's the way it works. But what gives us the strength even to have that awakening from below? That's called the Biyarishan. So before the so the, here's the here's the here's the dynamic. The Rebbeinu will give us shefer bracha natzlach on all levels after we draw it down, after we make some awakening from below to earn it. But what there, but in order to give us the strength and the motivation and the ability to earn it, that's a matan minishemayim initially. So just as the chasen makes the kala into a kli to then become pregnant, so to says there is other implants within Nishmas Yisrael the very ability and the very desire of becoming a yid of becoming a better Jew to then be other Rabbanishlam to give. So it's so we're standing there like oh we got so much shefa and bracha because of our avayda we dive, we say tilim and the Rabbanishlam answered us and we pat ourselves on the back skavaldik as mamashas and it's true and the brachas that come to you you're, you've earned because he said tilim but who who gives you the kaiches to say tilim. Who puts the, the desire in your heart to say to them? It's true. You then have to use that desire and actually, you know, uh, bring it out in a real way. And you have to open up the safer and do it. But ultimately, ultimately, there's a Chazal that says the following thing. Chazal say that, that it's an amazing thing. The Rav Shalom says to Kal Yisrael, who gave you the house to put a mezuzah up? Like, who, you know, like, like oh, put a mezuzah. You did a mitzvah. Who gave you the house to have the mezuzah on it? It's the Rav Shalom, right? So it's, you know, and the Chazal go through all misses like that. You know, who gave you who gave you an arm to put tefillin on it? It's the Rebbeinu Shalom. That's called Birishayna. That Indian of the Rebbeinu Shalom giving you shefa for you to be able to start your avodah to then earn the ikar shefa. That's motivated. That's nisayir from this mitzvah of lending a Jew money. Because what's the concept of lending a Jew money? As we saw in the Ram Matur, everyone agrees to this basic fact, which is by lending a Jew money, it means you're giving the opportunity for him to stand on his own two feet before he's just receiving tzedakah. A guy that's mamish destitute, so he doesn't have anything on his own. Every single time he needs tzedakah. But if you lend him money before he needs that, it means you're giving him, a, or the Ram is example, like you give him a job and things like that. You're, you're, you're giving him the ability for him to find his own parnasa. When you, not only is that a gavaldik chesed to the guy, or a good mitzvah, or whatever, or it's good for your portfolio, what's being initiated, what's being nisayra, what that's reflective of, is this Indian of Birishaina, of the Rabbanish Shalom giving us the kaiches for us to, to do our avayda, for us to make all the amazing accomplishments we were able to do as Yidin, that itself is given to us, to be able to do those kaiches. So our avayda as Yidin is what? Is that we can take things of this world, and Mamish bring it up to Rabbanish Shalom, and the Klal is, the more we take of this world and we bring up, things go up, good things come down. But what gives you the strength to bring things up? That's also because of something that came down initially. That's the first Shefa, that's the mitzvah of Mkesa Tal Desami. So Hashem should help us by learning this, which obviously we miss Lamanasalamanasalamanasalamanasalamanasalamanasalamanasalamanasalamanasalamanasalamanasalamanasalamanasalamanasalamanasalamanasalamanasalamanasalamanasalamanasalamanasalamanasalamanasalamanasalaman
give us that kick a little bit and give us that kaychis to then serve him properly, to then be zaycha, to the ikr, shev brachan atzlacha, that the uh, position is coming our way. Okay, yashikach. We should have a great night.